you're listening to Hashtag No Filter with Zach Peter. My heart is officially broken. Kermit the Frog and Miss Piggy have officially announced that they are parting ways. So now my entire concept of love, relationships, and monogamy, it is just officially destroyed. So my therapist better be ready because this week's session is about to get real. But here to distract me from the devastating news... On today's show, I have a fiery redhead who you may recognize from MTV. She got 16 and pregnant. Her name is Macy Bookout, and she'll be joining us in just a bit. But first, I have the chef you probably know from Chelsea lately with Snark, as admirable as his sister. Today, in studio, I have Roy Handler. Hi. Hi, Zach. How are you? Good. How are you? I'm good. Thanks for the invite. So this week's drink of the week is the Vegan White Russian, sorry, Vegan White Russian by Califia Farms, and it is uh, vodka, preferably organic. We have blue ice here in studio, um, a splash of Califia Farms concentrated cold brew coffee, which I love, um, and a splash of their new Califia Farms almond milk coffee creamer. Which I really like. I have I did the the vanilla and Roy, you did the hazelnut. Yes, it's fantastic. It's I like good. it. It's really good, and you just mix it up, pour it over ice, and and enjoy. And I'm totally digging it. Rena, you're digging it too, right? Yes, Rena is loving it. She did the hazelnut, which I had this morning with my coffee for breakfast, um, and I like it. I dug it. So, Roy, how have you been? I've been good. I've been uh, working, working on a couple pilots and uh, cooking. How's, it, how's, how's life since Chelsea ended? Well, it's everybody's on their own now. So we had a gig and it was going really, really well. And then it kind of ended. So everybody had to like uh, be creative and start their own business and see how it goes from there. How's the catering going? Catering's going good. It's just once you get a job, you get a good job. They're not every weekend. So it's, yeah. it's hit and miss. Sometimes they're really, really busy. And then it's, there's a slow period. So you have to figure it out. Yeah. So that's why I got into acting. <laughs> <laughs> You're such a such an amazing actor. It's been a while. I haven't seen you what has it been almost It's been a couple of years. Yeah, yes. It's been I almost think, two years. I think we filmed something at your house a while ago. Yeah, that was when I was doing just plain ridiculous. Right. I filmed a cooking segment, a competition. Yeah. And, uh, and I won that, didn't I? I think I won. You did win it. It was kind of sloppy. It wasn't great. I got to be honest. <laughs> we had with you. two minutes to make the best tacos. We had to chop everything and ev- and like do everything from scratch, which was not a lot of time. Which I thought it was at the time that we thought of that second. Right, and they didn't have any knives not. either, so it was kind of. We had knives. They were just really dull knives. Dull knives. Yeah. So it, it wasn't wasn't pretty, but it was fun. Yeah, it was good. But that show has ended, and now I have this show. And I am the boss on this show. I run everything. I don't have a co-host this time. I can see that. I can see that by the surroundings here. Yeah, you're doing a good job. Yeah. See, and I, I provide my guests with alcohol. I think it's I think it's working out much better this way. Once you hit people with alcohol, everything everything goes better. a little bit smoother for some reason. That might be only <laughs> in L.A., but it works. Yeah. Absolutely. So, how's the catering business going? Are you still the catering is good, but okay. I'm trying to. I'm concentrating on acting. I want to do. I want to do. Uh, once what type of acting? Chelsea fed me the the Kool Aid. I drank it, and um, it's hard to get once you get that bug. See, I came here from New Jersey, and I did not want to be on the show. Really? Chelsea forced me to be on the show. She said, "If you're not on the show, uh, you're not my brother." So <laughs> I had to be on the show, 
And I was so nervous when I got on the show. I had to take some kind of like nervous pills and stuff like that. Really? And then I started liking it. Yeah, they're like, oh, you're too nervous, you're too nervous. Was it like stage fright? Yeah, because you're naturally nervous when you get on a right. show. I mean, it's just, it's that's normal. But, um, you know, there, I had trouble spitting out lines, and so they gave me some pills and I was fine. But now that I'm doing it more often, I'm getting used to it, it's a lot of fun. And people don't get my, my Jersey humor. <laughs> it takes a while for them to get my Jersey humor. But the more I do it, the better I like it. So it's it's a lot of fun. Are you still in contact with the Chelsea people? The writers? Um, yeah, the I still writers. talk to still talk to everybody. My uh, me and my sister had a little fight. She punched me in the face. Oh, yeah, and that's then nice. Instead of hitting her back, I said something disparaging about her. Uh, her clothes. So we had a little fight. <laughs> <laughs> a little sibling rivalry. She doesn't like to keep her breasts in her shirt. Well, you have to stay relevant. She's off the air. <laughs> Nothing like a little titty to keep you. Well, relevant. no, she's coming back. She's not, she has her Netflix thing. Are yes. you going to do? Are you going to be on any of that? Uh, she hasn't asked me to, but uh, if you want to send out a tweet or something, yeah, let me text her right now. <laughs> um, to get this week's drink of the week uh, by Blue Ice and Califia Farms, you can go to justplainzac.com and get the recipe. And now um, we have to move into our our. our Lady of the Hour has called in. Beautiful. You may recognize her from 16 and Pregnant or maybe from Teen Mom. She's the fiery redhead who um, is never never shy about vocalizing her opinion. And she's here to talk about her new book, Bulletproof. Please welcome Macy Bookout. Hello. Hi, how are you? I'm great. How are you? So good. And I'm so excited because I have to say you're my favorite Teen Mom. Oh well, thank you. So you're the much. you're the only one that hasn't gone to prison or done <laughs> porn or um, yeah. You seem to have a good head on your shoulders. I guess I have to thank my parents for that. To be honest, <laughs> how's little Bentley doing? He is wonderful. And, uh, he's about to start first grade next week. Oh, that's exciting! And you just had another baby, didn't you? Mm-hmm. Congrats, congrats. Thank you. She's uh she'll be ten weeks old on Friday. Ooh, are you excited? Did you did you feel like you were ready for this one? Or did this uh, one kinda yeah. come as a shock? Well, this is definitely a shock, but I think during like during the pregnancy, half the time I felt like I was super ready and the other mm. half the time I was like, God, it's been so long, things have changed. Like when I went to register for my baby shower they had all kinds of new crap out. I'm like, what is this, and how do I use this? So it was kind of half and half. Good, good. So um, you have a new book out. It's called Bulletproof. What, um, since your life has been so public on TV, what inspired you to write a book or to write this book? Um, well, growing up, I always liked to write, but I wrote poetry, not, you know, like a whole story. And after I was on the show for a few years, I always got feedback or like whenever I would meet people in public or any fans, any of the feedback I got, they would always say, you know, like, you make it look so easy. You always are so put together. You handle things so well. And I mean, not that that's bad feedback, but I was kind of like... I don't remember it that way because in my mind, you know, I was really struggling with things and things were really hard. And I kind of got scared that I might be making teen parenting look easy to other teenagers. Right. 
So the book is honestly everything that people saw on the show, but from my point of view and, you know, I'm not like in a very, I'm not a very emotional person. I don't really share my feelings or anything like that. So that's something we have in common. Yeah. (laughs) It's kind of like what I was going through internally and what I was really struggling with while all of these, all of these things were going on that I didn't really share on the show. So Macy, what about people that said that, that are saying, well, I, I have seen the show. I know her story. I, I, I don't need to read this book. What's, what do you add to this book that, that adds to your story? I think a lot of it, um, that people will get that's new that they might not know from the show is, why I am the way that I am. I talk a lot about my childhood and the relationship that I have with my mom and my dad and my brother and, and our family and how I was brought up and kind of just how I was able to kind of keep it all together and how I was able to, you know, keep going and not let anything really get in my way. Um, It's, there's a lot about, me growing up and where I learned how to do that from. How to to be a teen mom and not end up like, you know, totally screwed up in your head. (laughs) Well, I think, you know, I mean, I don't agree with, with all of their choices and, and things like that. And, you know, they've done some things that I would never do personally, but you would never have a, you would never have a sex tape. That seems, that seems like a great (laughs) life choice. That's a great idea. No, I wouldn't. But I think one of the things that, like, some people forget, especially in the in the early years, you know, before the show, like, really got big and we had such a platform is, you know, once I had Bentley, I had a lot of support. Like, my parents were 100% behind me and Ryan's parents were always behind me and my friends were still my friends. And I have to say, I feel like I'm, like, the only teen mom on the show that that has that much like 100% support yeah I mean if I didn't have like all those people around me helping me and you know supporting me I'm I'm not sure what I would be doing or where I would be or what decisions I would have made so Teen Mom ended after it ended after the fifth season but then they recently brought it back um, did you consider not doing the show again or was it, you were all in? Oh, I definitely wasn't on board at first. Um, and the main reason was because Bentley is, whenever they were talking about bringing it back, he was about to start kindergarten mm-hmm. and, you know, and I just felt like I didn't want, you know, I didn't want to take his normalcy away from him. And, you know, I didn't want kids at school to be like, oh, I saw you on Teen Mom and all of those things going on. And after being off the show for so long, I have to be honest, it was kind of nice to actually, like, go to a restaurant and not be asked for a picture or, you know, to to kind of deal with that. It was kind of nice to just feel normal again. Yeah. So So it did did take a lot of thinking. (laughs) <laughs> so uh, the past season, you you didn't get along much with one teen mom in particular, um, Farah, who uh, 
who you know who who has made some some interesting choices over the past years, um, and then they brought her back on the show mid season, and you did not, um, you didn't really like that, and you you quit the show, right? Yeah, for like a brief for like a hot minute, you quit the show, but I don't think they ever really addressed. Um, you, neither of you really got to speak your side, primarily you. So what what was your issue with Farrah coming back on the show, and what made you end up coming back after all? The main thing, especially what people saw on the show, the scenes like where I quit and where the producer told me that she was coming back. My main issue was that whenever I signed up to do that season, it was 100% on both sides, my side and MTV. It was agreed upon that, you know, I would only allow Bentley to be on the show if Sarah wasn't going to be on the show. And only because it's nothing personal. I mean, if you want to do porn, that's cool. You know, do your thing. I'm really not worried about what you're doing with your life. But along the same lines of, you know, people recognizing him from the show, I just couldn't fathom that if he was at school and some kid was like, is your mom the one that did the sex tape? Or yeah, to be you know, associated with that. Porn star? Exactly. I mean, As a child, yeah. Absolutely. The tape was called Backdoor Teen Mom. So, <laughs> you know, who knows? That sounds a little and, risky, yeah. Right. And I was just, you know, Bentley's not going to be on the show if that's going to happen. And they're like, you know, we're we're not interested in having her on the show and sharing those things either. It was 100% agreed upon. Right. And so I allowed Bentley to film. And then six months later, when we're halfway done with the season, they just completely you know, went totally against their word. And, I mean, I, I was pissed, like, for one, that they lied, and for two, that now they've filmed Bentley for six months. And right. who knows, in a scene, they could be at a strip club or a porn convention, and then the next scene, <laughs> Bentley could be playing baseball. You right, know, it's right. Just, I just didn't think it was appropriate. No, absolutely. Um, it's in, in the book, you talk a lot about um, the struggles of co-parenting with Ryan. Um, and when we watch the show, he doesn't seem like the easiest to work with, um, I think might be fair to say. <laughs> is that is that exaggerated all in editing, or is, or is he really that difficult to, to co-parent with? Are those struggles I'll be honest, real? I mean, Ryan is difficult, but... <laughs> And it's not editing on the show, but for some reason, Ryan is so much more difficult when the cameras are around. And I don't know why he is that way. I I mean, I'm not going to ask him. I don't, you know, care to have that conversation. But for some reason, he really is, like, even more difficult than he normally is when the cameras are around. Yeah, cameras tend to change people and their behaviors. Are you... I think he thinks it's funny because <laughs> if we're like trying to get a conversation over with, or, you know, I'm like trying to get Bentley and go, it's like, he thinks it's funny to just like prolong it. Like yeah. let's be difficult so that they can't get, you know, he'll like turn away from the camera so that they can't understand what he's saying. And then they're like, Hey, we don't understand that. You have to speak to the camera. I'm like, Ryan, can we please just get this over with and move on? <laughs> Macy, I have a question. This is Roy Handler. Hello. How are you? I'm great. How are you? So this is your sixth season? Yes. Okay. Does it get more difficult or does it get easier as the seasons go by? Uh, Filming-wise, it definitely gets easier. Right. I think just because 
I'm not, like, nervous. I remember when we were filming 16 and Pregnant, you have to pretend like the cameras aren't there, but, you know, when 10 people with cameras and audio gear and producers are around you, it's kind of difficult. Um, but to be honest, now it's it's almost kind of like normal life in a way. Was it easier since this season they kind of broke that fourth wall and allowed you to see the producers and the cameramen um, versus pretend like they're not there? Yeah, that definitely makes it easier because in the last few seasons of Teen Mom, you know, as much as reality TV people think is like scripted and set up and things like that, Teen Mom is really very real and in the last few seasons of Teen Mom, it got kind of difficult to pretend like the cameras aren't there because it was like the big elephant in the room. We had to pretend like right. we weren't on a TV show or we weren't, you know, in the public eye and people didn't recognize us out in public and that we didn't have producers standing there, you know, kind of guiding the scene. So it definitely makes it much easier to be able to talk about it. So everyone seems to know Macy from from MTV, but what do you think is the biggest misconception about you that you would like to clear up on the show? Um, man, that's a tough one. Um, tell you're, tell you're, the truth. Tell the truth. Macy. You're really best friends with Farah, huh? It's all fake. <laughs> <laughs> Not quite. Um, I don't know. I, I think before Teen Mom OG. Um, I always felt like I came across a little sweeter than I, than I am. I mean, I'm a nice person. I love everyone, but I always felt like my kind of fiery attitude didn't show as much in the beginning. But I think since Teen Mom OG, whenever I started filming, I'm like, you know, I'm, I'm kind of, I guess I have to put in a little extra effort to show my, my fiery side. <laughs> so now, after Teen Mom OG, I'm not sure that there really is a misconception, at least not from like my point of view, not from what right. I see. If you could swap lives with any other teen monster, who would it be? Oh, my goodness. Um, man, that's a hard one. <laughs> And, you know, honestly, it's not because of, like, personalities or, you know, their lives. But, honestly, I just wouldn't want to live anywhere else where I live. <laughs> um, Have they ever filmed Teen Mom here in L.A.? I'm sorry, what did you say? Have they ever filmed Teen Mom here in L.A.? Um, not not on my end. I, know, I mean, they've done a reunion show, one of my reunion shows there before, but not like a just an episode and i think all of the teen moms really are none of them were from like big cities no they're all like from the midwest and the south well yeah if, if you bring them all here to la that should be uh quite a scene because yeah there are plenty of teen moms they can meet with here my mom was a teen mom and i ended up great my mom was a teen mom too and i ended up a teen mom too. <laughs> I'm trying to keep Jake from doing that. Well, I didn't end up a teen mom, so that's... I have a friend who was a teen dad, if that means anything. Really? Yeah. Why didn't you become a teen dad, Roy? Because I was uh, I was a nice Jewish guy, so I had to be careful. Oh. I have, I have a friend who was who had a kid when he was 14. Really? In school. And he took care Young. of his kid 
14. He's now 37, and his kid has a kid, so he's a grandfather at 37. Wow. Macy, do you ever think about that? Like about Bentley having kids and you being a young grandma? Yes, I definitely do. Because, my, like I said, my parents were teen parents, and they had my brother when they were 17 and had me when they were 20. So when I had Bentley, they were only 39. Wow. And now uh, they're about to be crap. I can't even think of how old they are, and I'm terrible at math. So, <laughs> but now, I mean, they're in their mid forties and have two grandchildren. Yeah, that's wow. amazing. So that's like, amazing. Yeah. And I mean, I have to be honest. You know, teen parenting is hard, and you know, it does put a bad. People like to judge teen parents, but I'm telling you, some teen parents turn out better than like regular age parents. True. I think it just depends on the it depend, person. Yeah, it depends on the person. Absolutely. So, Macy, um, you offer a lot of advice based off of what you've learned for, for millennials in, in your book, Bulletproof. If you could narrow it down to the one most important piece of advice you could give, maybe that you wish somebody gave you, um, what would it be? Um, is this for everyone or for teen parents or it's for just, teenagers? It's just for Zach. It's just for me. What, how, how can I fix my life, Macy? <laughs> so uh, um, for, for people maybe in, in your age range or maybe a little younger, that millennial um, age range, what advice would you, would you give to them based off of like a one core piece of advice that you wish somebody gave you um, maybe in your early 20s? Uh, to put your phone down. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good one. Nobody knows I mean, how to do that anymore. Right. And I, I have to be honest, if it wasn't a big part of, you know, me being on TV and the things that I have to do, I, I really would honestly just delete all of my social media and get like a phone that's like a flip phone or a really? freaking go phone because, I mean, we just get so consumed. Right. And... And I think in turn that turns into people wanting to, you know, stay in the trends and they care so much about what people think. And and right. I think, honestly, if everybody could just put their freaking phone down for an hour yeah. and realize what you're missing. You don't need to Snapchat everything that you're doing all damn day. Like, that's not. Exactly. It's, yeah, I'm not on Snapchat. I can't get into it. I just can't. So, Macy, would you do another season of Teen Mom if they asked you to, if they haven't already? Um, you know, at, at this point in my life, I probably would. Um, but as far as with or without your kids, my, well, that's the thing. I think, um, I mean, and I've never really talked about the, the financial side of the show, but you know, when they do take care of the children on the show, they, you know, it's not like all the moms are getting, all the moms and dads are getting paid and the kids are just going through this for nothing. Right. But I think for another season, it would, they would really have to make it worth it for my children in the future. Like, I like that answer. Yeah. Pay up MTV. Absolutely. (laughs) I mean, Jade's cute as hell and Bentley's like, I mean, once he wasn't on the show anymore after Farrah came back, I mean, we missed a big part because he's yeah. hilarious. Yeah. So. Yeah, absolutely. They do have to pay up for that. <laughs> well, thank you so much for calling in, Macy. And everybody needs to go out and buy Bulletproof. It is in bookstores now on Amazon, um, Barnes & Noble. Macy, what is your, your Twitter handle? 
It's Macy Bookout MTV. Macy Bookout MTV. Go and follow her right now. And again, go buy Bulletproof. Thank you so much, Macy. Bye, Macy. Thank you so much. Bye. Bye. What did she think, Roy? Boy, she, she like was Macy? inspirational. Yeah. Does it does it make you want to use protection now when you have sex? I um not really. No. <laughs> <laughs> no. She 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 seems yeah. very real. She seems very real, and she knows what she's talking about. I like her. The social media is necessary. I mean, she's a teen mom. No, she has I agree. To, I mean, she can't have it both ways. I agree. I think she's she's probably my favorite teen mom, aside I, aside from Amber, only because Amber's crazy and she's been to prison and she used to do some crazy stuff. I've um, personally never seen the show, but I have friends who just are addicted to it. I don't like Farah. I'm glad she doesn't like Farah because I don't like Farah. Farah's she did a sex tape and then she wrote an erotic series. Um, and then she she did a, a thing where she like molded her vagina and made a sex toy out of it. It almost, it almost sounds and, like the Real Housewives of yeah. of wherever they are of wherever. Trashville. Yeah. Okay, so let's move into swipe left, swipe right. All right, Roy. So the first one, uh, like I said at the start of the show, Kermit and Miss Piggy are over. They've they've announced that they are officially split, which I think is ridiculous. But along with them, it was Gwen and Gavin, Courtney and Scott, Ben and Jen. Um, Miranda and Blake, what do you think? So swipe left is thumbs down, swipe right is thumbs up. You're going to swipe your way right now. Do you think celebrity marriages last? Swipe left. Really? Yes. Do you think celebrity relationships last at all? Uh, Swipe left, no. Yeah, I think so. I think when you're in the public eye, it definitely makes things... um, I think they're all contracts. I think people sign contracts. And they they have to get along for 10 years or whatever it is, five years. And then when it's over, it's over. Because and they can it, go their own way. Yes. I think that's how it works in L.A. Because nothing lasts forever here. It's always a temporary thing. So you're on top for a little bit, and then you you know, you know get off. Yeah. Okay. Have you seen the new Caitlyn Jenner docuseries, I Am Kate? I saw it the other day, yes. Swipe left or right? Uh, swipe left. Why? <laughs> Real Listen, briefly, I why? have nothing against Bruce Jenner or Caitlyn Jenner or whatever her name is. Her name, his name. I... I like what he's done, what she's done, but at the same time, I've seen the Kardashians, and yeah. I, it's just more of hanging out at the house, and yeah. should I call my daughter? My daughter doesn't respect me. Kim's on it a lot, too. It's just like, well, I can have a reality show at my house, too. I've got dysfunctional friends. I mean, <laughs> why can't I have a reality show? I guess I gotta get a little, you know, I gotta have a couple sisters participate or something. I think as of right now, it's barely into episode two. I think as of right now, I swipe right only because I like it. I think it's it, there's a lot more substance than like Keeping Up with the Kardashians or any of those Kardashian shows. But um, I might change my mind. Like I only saw I a little bit like of it, but um, I, I think I like that it brings awareness to that topic or that issue. Um, okay, what about your Chelsea lately? The the fellow regulars on Chelsea lately. Who do you absolutely swipe left to, and who do you absolutely swipe right to? Do you want me to tell you who I don't like and who I do like? Exactly, Is that what you're saying? Exactly. Do you want to get into some controversy here? Yeah. Do you want to go viral? Is that what you're hashtag saying? Hashtag no filter. <laughs> um, Heather McDonald, I'm going to swipe left on. Really? She she wouldn't be on the show. I invited just her because and she she's did not Christian. Do the show. No, not just because she's Christian. Because. Uh, I just never got along with her. I thought she was a little self-centered, but um, hashtag uh, selfie. So, <laughs> okay, and swipe right. Who's swipe your right, favorite? Swipe right. I like uh, Chris Frangiola. Really? And Sarah Colonna. Huh. Yeah, yeah. I love Sarah. She did the second show, and she's one of the only guests that's actually come and did the whole show in studio. No, Sarah's a lot I of fun, love. and she's, she's great. She's engaged to that uh, kicker on the 
Seattle Seahawks. So yeah. she, she's always been a John good Ryan. friend. Yeah. Okay, so Kelly Osborne was on The View today, and she, um, her exact quote was, um, who else is going to clean your toilets, Mr. Trump? And she was talking about illegal immigrants, the Latino community, um, and she's getting a lot of flack for it. People are saying that she's racist for saying that. Well, who, she's got that foot in the mouth disease, so um, am I supposed to swipe left on that? or Which way do you swipe? I swipe right on that. You is you're pro Kelly. You, you no, think she because she's mean? got foot in the mouth disease. It's like Donald Trump. You have to say something in order for people to get get in an uproar. So I think she said that. I think she actually meant it, but um, I don't think she meant it like that. Well, um, when people usually say stuff. They usually there's a there's a bit of truth behind it, so they don't say it because they don't. I mean think it. she was trying to mock him in a in a, in a funny way. Um, I don't think she meant it in a racist way, but I do find it funny that a couple months ago, Juliana Rancic made that comment about Zendaya, about right. um, the, her dreadlocks, and she received a whole bunch of shit for it, and Kelly was like, I don't support it, I don't support any of this, and she quit the show, and yet here she is caught up in that same type of controversy where it's, it's a foot-in-the-mouth sort of deal. Right, well, she's got that, that bulldog mentality. She's just She'll say whatever she wants, whenever she wants, and everybody else can go... Uh... Yeah. Hashtag themselves. <laughs> Go fuck themselves. Are we allowed to curse? We are. It's hashtag okay. no filter. Everybody okay. asked that question. Well, I didn't know. <laughs> I didn't know. I thought we were on CBS. <laughs> well, thank you so much, Roy. Thank you, Macy. Uh, Macy Bookout. Go buy her book, Bulletproof Roy. What's your Twitter handle? Where can My Twitter find handle you? is at Chef Handler. It's at uh, Instagram and Twitter, at Chef Handler. And everybody needs to go out and buy these Califia products because I totally dug this week's Drink of the Week, which you can get the recipe at at JustPlainZach.com. Um, with blue eyes vodka and these, uh, this vanilla and hazelnut. I love the hazelnut. It's delicious. The vanilla is good, but it's classic. And I totally dig this cold brew coffee. Um, thank you guys for listening to hashtag No Filter with Zach Peter. Don't forget to subscribe um, every Wednesday on iTunes. So go follow me at Just Plain Zach across all social media platforms. Follow Macy, follow Roy, and listen in every week. And if you're going to spend your money, buy. Bulletproof by Macy Bookout. And 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 buy my book, A Shot of Hope by Zach Peter. Buy all my books. When Life Hands Lemon store them at people. Just look me up on Amazon. Thanks guys. Bye. credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill.